Well, it's dragons, Molly. It's dragons, Molly. Dragons. Okay. Dragons. <laughs> Where are the dragons, Karen? Where are the dragons? <laughs> Okay. Oh. Ready? (laughs) Welcome back, cuties, to chapter four. I repeat, four of Queen's Quest and Tropes. And we are ecstatic today to have you because we're talking about one of our all-time favorite topics ever. All-time. Dragons. <laughs> dragons. And more importantly, we're talking specifically about how dragons are always a good idea. Always. We're, not, we're not talking about, you know, dragons and how it's just always that they're a good idea. <laughs> there's not even another option. It's just no, there's no other option. Idea. There's no other option. We've, we've already been saying this. Um, on the Instagram, on our other episodes of remember that dragons are always a good idea. Well, we are here today to tell you why they're always a good idea. It really goes without saying, but like, here we are to explain it for you. We're here. Um, We're going to explain it anyway. (laughs) Nobody asked us to, but seriously, dragons are always a good idea. Literally starting from like Lord of the Rings, which we all know from episode one, Zaddy Tolkien, Mm -hmm. Like that is everything. Um, all the way to like Game of Thrones, obviously, which like we don't talk about the last season. It doesn't exist. There were only the last like two seasons that doesn't exist. So second to last one was okay because there was like Battle of the Bastards, which was based off of Helm's Deep. That's how they filmed it. That episode was okay. It was good. That that episode was okay. Good. The rest of the season was okay. The Battle of the Bastards is one of the best pieces of TV to ever have been made. I will fight you on this. I'm not, I'm not debating that. I'm saying the rest of the season. The rest of the season. Okay. 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 Was okay. The, words, the words, the Battle of the Bastards is okay came out of your mouth. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Battle of the Bastards is amazing. Fight. We're fighting. No, um, no. All Bastards is amazing. The rest of the season was okay. Yeah, that was. Um, I'll give you that one. Um, and even all the way back to Aragorn. Like we all read that. I was in middle school when that came out. That was some of my first. Um, well, no, I mean my first forays into fantasy were obviously like Narnia and Lord of the Rings. But then when I was like, what else is there? Like after I got through those. They got yeah. Now that what else do you got? For my me? Uh, first childhood crushes is when the. Uh, Aragorn movie, Aragorn movie came out. I missed the, the cute little blondie. Mm. The actor's name. I probably should. Let me Google it real quick. But I, one of my first childhood crushes was um, Ben Barnes in the Narnia movie. And then I just really appreciate Ben Barnes for also like growing and evolving with my taste level because then he showed up in Shadow and Bone as incredibly toxic and with a beard. Yes. 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 Just uh, and continued to remain my crush. So shout out to Ben Barnes, who's not listening, for evolving according to my sexual preferences. Thank you. Um, well, so Aragorn came out in 2006, which I thought it came out earlier than that. So it's not that old of a movie, but like, I still feel like I was pretty young. Um, first, Garrett Hedlund was in it. I don't know if you know who that is, but I love him. Um, and he was our like morally gray man who like showed up and he's gorgeous. And did you ever watch Country Strong? 
No, I've never yeah. heard of this. Oh, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's in it. Like, it's okay. But he's in it and he's wonderful. Okay. And then the main guy is named Ed Spielers. Don't know who that guy is at all. But he played Aragon and he was super cute as a young kid. Um, huge crush on that guy when I was younger. <laughs> huge crush. And he like had a dragon. So obviously I loved him. Um, but <laughs> yes, Aragon. <laughs> and I always got Aragorn confused with with. Aragorn always confused with Aragorn. Ar- See, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> yeah. So it's Aragorn. Yep. Aragorn from Lord of the Rings and Aragon from the books. Yeah. It's that second. It's, it's Arag. Yeah. I'm not even going to try to do it again. You, you yeah. heard it first. Alyssa said it right. <laughs> Just pay attention on that. <laughs> oh yeah. Unfortunately, our morally gray, uh, dark haired male Aragon, Aragorn, God Dang it. Okay. You got me messed up now. <laughs> Our Lord of the Rings, Aragorn, did not have a dragon, unfortunately. Um, he had lots of other things going on for him, but dragon was not one of them. Aragorn had a dragon. Yes. Wait. Yes. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I had to think about that for a second. Like, no, 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 no. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I don't know why I even thought, because like it's Alyssa and Lord of the Rings. Um, I'm aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know why I even like second guess myself at all. Um, but yeah, yeah. Ugh, so good. One of my favorite things that I learned recently, I did a little bit of, uh, believe it or not, some research for this episode. Ooh, me too this time. Research. Look at us. Oh, man, we're so professional. It only took Oh, like we know what we're doing. We're winging everything, baby. <laughs> um, so there's this book called An Instinct for Dragons, and I have not purchased it. So how much research did I do? I don't know. Maybe not a lot. Um, <laughs> books about dragons. Books and about then- dragons. <laughs> Cool. There's some titles. Um, it's like a textbook, which is why I haven't bought it yet. It's like an anthropological <laughs> textbook. But this person put together this entire book, which is incredible. It's like their life's work, I would imagine. On it's called an instinct for dragons and why so many different cultures around the world have dragons. Before those cultures were communicating with one another, mm-hmm. like there, there's some sort of dragon or dragon s creature in like almost all mythology, like it seriously, like Asia, Europe, uh, mm-hmm. North America, South America, Africa as well. Like there's, there's some sort of like winged dragon X creature and like almost, almost all of them. Yeah. Um, so he talked about like, okay, well, how did we get here? Well, one, what I don't like about this man is, um, well, you're assuming that they just didn't exist. So like yeah. right off the bat, First off, you're already wrong, sir. They already just- we're, we're going out the fact what you know, you can't prove that they didn't, so, unless you have definitive proof that dragons were not real, I will forever believe that they were. Period. Yeah, a thousand percent. Um, I'm going to stay right there in that belief with you. So, and it's one of the things that this guy talked about was that dragons combine the worst elements of most natural predators, which is how there's kind of this collective, like, humanity like wow what would really suck for humans and everyone kind of like pulled together what would suck (laughs) and it's like the worst yeah like the worst attributes from like major predators um and like basically like we all kind of came up with a dragon because we all had like a collective nightmare about like what the worst kind of predator would be everyone would be like Um, what would really suck 
Yeah. yeah, that would really suck. Yeah. Oh man, what would really <laughs> suck? Um, and and that would be it. That's what would really suck. That's what I. So what's funny is I was doing a little research as well, um, and I didn't find anything necessarily on the origins because you know the origins are because the dragons were real at one point in time, and that is why people were talking about them because they remembered them. Um, but one thing that I was researching that I found interesting was the differences between cultures on how they viewed the dragon. So like Chinese culture, the dragon represents like abundance and wealth and good fortune. Right. And so the year of the dragon is always a good one. There's always a dragon for new years and all of their Mm -hmm. stuff because it's supposed to represent a positive thing. And then even in like, and like, um, Hebrew beliefs, the dragon, um, is supposed to represent the inner force that awakens us, right? Like your inner dragon that comes alive. It's supposed to be a positive thing in that nature too. It's like, it's like, it's supposed to bring out our true power right? Yeah. Um, so that we can fulfill our soul's mission or something like that. So like it's it. a very positive thing, which, you know, I believe that dragons are real and positive, obviously. But then when you get into like Christianity, um, Let me guess, they fucked it up. They, they were like, you see this bad. Um, anything that we like in this world, bad. Um, so no, but they, uh, you see this incredible thing made by like developed and and highly respected by all of these groups of indigenous cultures. Fuck it. That's Christians. We don't like it. That's Uh, Christians. (laughs) And before anybody comes for me, I was a pastor's daughter. Like I, 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 like I can like shut up a deal with it. It's just world history. I don't know what else to tell you, but like, shut up. Okay, shut up. White people ruined it. Shut up. (laughs) Probably not. Um, But essentially, they associated the dragon, Christianity associated the dragon with temptation, right? So they kind of drew a line between like the serpent with Eve, tempting Eve, and the Mm -hmm. dragon with other feminine power being a temptation and a sin. Um, So essentially, they linked that feminine power that is associated with dragons, which I didn't find a whole lot on where that necessarily came from. But it is a, definitely a trope. It's definitely a theme with dragons. Yeah, um, yeah. But the Christianity aspect of it was they linked that as a temptation and a sin and bad. And so, like, if you were awakening your inner dragon, that was a sin and bad, essentially. And so I mean, that's, that's where, kind of where a negative connotation around the dragon. But that's probably where the feminine aspect with dragons, because we can talk about that right now, like why there's this feminine power that's associated with dragons. But right. like, if, if Christian thought it was like a sin and tempting, they mm-hmm. automatically would associate that with women. So that is probably where some of the driving force went in between like connecting women power okay. and dragons or serpentine creatures. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you see a lot of like female power tied to dragons. Cause that's kind of a trope too, is you see it a couple times um, with dragons where the big surprise is the dragon is not, hiding gold it's hiding an egg and like it's a girl dragon as we oh you're a girl dragon yeah (laughs) uh and that also happens in the witcher Mm -hmm. the woman they're like oh my gosh this dragon's terrorizing us and it's because she's protecting her baby so and then you have female dragon writers who are such popular characters so obviously oh yeah game of thrones daenerys like justice Mm -hmm. for daenerys i refuse to accept the last season as we've already said but like (laughs) That was a woman, and then we have Manon, 
in third yes. class on a wyvern. All a wyvern. Yeah, the 13 in their wyverns. Yeah. yeah all women. Um, the whole 13. Yeah. And they, all of, I mean, all the wyvern riders in um, Throne of Glass were all women. And yep. so, and if you remember, um, they even talked about how the soldiers were, you know, they couldn't get near the wyverns or anything and they were all men. So, you know, makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, I also have been reading um, The Priory of the Orange Tree. I'm like a third of the way through it right now. I'm obsessed. Um, It's definitely more of like a heavy read. Like I like to dedicate time to it. Um, So I can't like, I'm not taking it on the go with me because I don't want to skim through it, right? Like I don't want to quick read it. Um, But I'm thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying it. And it's definitely, there are men and women writers, but it's definitely more geared and you see more of a connection and a like sacredness between the women and the dragon, right? That's cool. Um, That is on my list. It's literally sitting on my bookshelf staring at me. I just have had like so many, I have so many things to read. Oh yeah. Um, it's not like, and you have so much free time. I don't know how you haven't gotten to it yet, Molly, honestly. So, you know, with all of this, uh, those of you who don't know, Alyssa's is being sarcastic. (laughs) Me? Never. If there's one thing our audience probably knows, it's that I am sarcastic. <laughs> I was talking to someone about the podcast. I was talking about, I was talking to a guest that we're going to have on this podcast. Woo-hoo, guest, guest. And that's just a little teaser. A little we teaser, and they guests. were not telling you who they are. They were concerned about cursing. And I was like, don't fucking don't. <laughs> I was like, we are labeled as explicit. <laughs> For a reason. For a reason. Dirty jokes and cursing. That's what we do yeah. here. Yeah. And talking about daddy issues. That's what <laughs> we got in last week's episode. We'll bring it on over to this week. Yeah. Uh, I just started reading. I'm on literally page one. Oh, uh, it is it's a five-book series. Uh, the first book is called The Smoke Thief. Um, it is an older series. I think it was published in the nineties. I'm not sure, but it has that like fabulous mass market paperback, like smaller book nineties vibe. Love it. Uh, I'm really excited. It's a, it is labeled as like one of the best historical, historical fiction romances of the year is like praise that's on the cover. And I'm like, why is it called the historical fiction? Cause I, it's definitely about women that have dragons. Um, because dragons were <laughs> <laughs> so apparently dragon for real. Um, I don't know much about it other than there's a whole tribe of lady badasses who have dragons. And I'm sure somewhere along the way there's sex, but you know. <laughs> there's romance the somewhere at some point, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. we also enjoy to read about. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> well, I mean, we all have to go back, of course, to the ultimate quest fantasy, you know, which is The Hobbit. And right. the song in The Hobbit. Yeah. As potentially one of the greatest and the most, probably the daddy, the zaddy tale of dragons. Honestly, it's where my love for all things stemmed is Tolkien. We can we can reel it all back to everything Alyssa loves to Tolkien. But my love for dragons stemmed from Tolkien as well, from The Hobbit. Um, we've already mentioned I have a smog tattoo. Smog is amazing. And I think that's also how I view dragons more. I know technically smog was a male or perceived as a male dragon um but he was very sentient he was very intelligent um it wasn't just an animalistic beast you know and i think in throne of glass and game of thrones even even though they didn't do a lot of um where you couldn't 
necessarily tell in the movies there was a lot of communication going on between the dragon and Daenerys you definitely could tell that they understood each other right um and I I that's how I view dragons I view them more sentient I view them as more intelligent and just like with smog and doing the riddles with um Bilbo and like it wasn't you didn't best the dragon by physical means right you couldn't you didn't overcome the dragon by physically um restraining him or killing him or her or whatever it was a mind game and you had to outsmart the dragon and his riddles and overcome it that way right and so i enjoy that aspect the most i think (laughs) i agree i enjoy my dragons more sentient personally uh in general i just that's a preference of mine i would agree yeah um i enjoy my dragons more sentient Of course, there are so many other places that dragons pop up. Why? Just dragons are so popular because obviously we have Aragorn. Yeah. Correctly. No, I didn't. You did. No. Aragorn. 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 Yep. So we have Aragorn. <laughs> obviously Game of Thrones. Throne of Glass has the Wyverns. And then, spoiler. Well, I guess this is all spoilers. So again, we'll, we always let you guys know in the description what books we talk about. Um, and now we've got dragons coming up and from blood and ash. Yes. Um, I remember when I got to that part in the novel, um, I messaged you and I was like, of course there's fucking dragons. Of course there's dragon shapeshifters. Why wouldn't there be? That's why we got the, that's the first time when Alyssa and I were both reading through from blood and ash, I was catching up. And we got to the point where it was like, oh, there's going to be dragons. I think you texted me. I, t- I forget who said it, but we were like, oh my God, dragons are always a good idea. <laughs> and now that's, as you guys know, we say that all Here the time. Here we are. <laughs> dragons are always a good idea. Literally. Um, oh, I'm excited about them from blood and ash. It was a little different, obviously, in Throne of Glass with the Wyverns, but I had to look up what the difference between a Wyvern and a dragon was because I didn't know. Mm, a wyvern okay. is yeah. more slightly more serpentine, so their neck is very, very, very long. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they only have uh, dragons have arms and legs. There's four limbs, if you want to call it that, and wyverns only have two legs. So the main difference is like the two versus four, but wyverns mm-hmm. also have like way longer necks, and they look a little bit more like a like a hydra. Those right. wyverns, you cut one, and a bunch of heads come off. Wyverns kind of look right. more. Like yeah technical technical terms <laughs> but they're all like a dragon family yeah all in the thing but they all count when you say like oh man dragons are always a good idea we're also talking about wyverns also being a good idea they're always there yeah. um i mean why oh we- i lost my thought there i literally had something on the tip of my tongue to like add into that and then it just slipped right out um <laughs> geez louise we are professionals here clearly oh uh what was that um that theory you had heard of where dragons came from where it was basically like a large game of telephone yes so that was that i can't remember if it was from an instinct for dragons or or another source i'm getting my dragon sources mixed up so don't (laughs) quote me and this is not a professional take (laughs) but there was one theory and i don't remember where i got it there's one theory that a swarm of bees essentially started what could have been some of the first dragon legends because if, if they were swarming all together, so there was one large object uh-huh. and you are bit, 
then obviously a sting burns, which can evolve into fire. And they flew stingers, claws. So eventually there was a theory that a swarm of bees and then the world's worst game of telephone (laughs) over, you know, I don't know, years of oral oral tradition only essentially someone's story about getting attacked by a swarm of bees into someone's story about getting attacked by a dragon. Hmm. That would be an interesting, like, obviously we can't rewind history and be like, hey, did this actually happen in history? But like, I'm still stuck on dragons for real. But if that was really how it went, then that is the biggest, most extreme game of telephone that like has ever existed. Like we went from some bees to a creature with giant teeth, scales, wings, and breathes fire. (laughs) Weird, man. History's weird. I don't know what to tell you. History's weird. (laughs) Thanks to take away from today's episode. Dragons are always a good idea and history is weird. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Everything. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Walk away from anything today. I don't know if you thought that you were going to get more of an education on dragons, but you weren't. Um, (laughs) I don't know who you think we are, but we are not professional. You can walk away with uh, history is weird. Dragons are always a good idea. And the Christians TM ruined everything. I just... I, when I was reading through the different, um, and I mean, again, even as we can see it today, other cultures that are not Christianity, um, I don't even think you can call Christianity a culture, but like the religion Christianity, it's not at all. But like, I feel like it, 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 it fits like, that sentence now because it's a whole like, like a whole group of people. Thing. Um, with people. But when you look at how dragons have fit into other religions and or cultures. Um, it all is very positive. I have not, besides Christianity, I have not seen it be put in a negative light um, elsewhere. Now I could be wrong. Someone could be like, hey, Alyssa, right here in this book, it says it's bad and then I am corrected. But um, from my minimal research that I did not gain any type of education in <laughs> They were all positive. <laughs> like, positive. Well, it's interesting because a place where you definitely see dragons as not positive would be like the King Arthur, like the Arthurian legends. I can't remember for the life of me if there is a legitimate Arthurian legend with a dragon in it. I'm pretty positive there is, but it's not coming to mind. But like when you think of the um, British medieval times, like storming the castle to fight the dragon is a very, very like, it's very ingrained right into the medieval okay. times, like yeah. Arthurian legend period. And that's a pretty, like, negative connotation of a dragon. But that was also a predominantly Christian culture. British. Yeah. And, like, not, like, fun British pagans, like, (laughs) Christian British pagans. The pagans probably fucked with the dragons. (laughs) Is that what my book is about? And I have no idea. (laughs) Next quote: The pagans fought for the dragons. Okay. Um, so I don't, no, 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 that's a thing because on Book Talk, when everyone was talking about Ice Planet Barbarians, there were several TikToks that talked about some sort of like dragon shifter series, and I was like, "Man, Book Talk's a wild place." <laughs> But there's something for everybody. 
I mean, that's, uh, I mean, dragon shifters, I might be able to get into actually, but the ice planet barbarians, I was not able to get into. It was not my thing. I think we mentioned that on our live. Yeah. I, uh, I blocked it from my mind because I did the audible and it was horrendous. <laughs> Don't ever do the audible of that book. Mainly if, if you know, it's a romance novel and it shows you it's a male uh, voice don't do it it's it might seem like a good idea in the well, beginning no, but no, it's no. not hold good hold on. <laughs> hold on that one was bad <laughs> most of the time male audios we're, we're a little off the point but that's fine we'll come back to it <laughs> most of the time male audios for romance read between the lines audiobooks are a bad idea but i've heard some that are a very, very, very good idea. <laughs> I feel like maybe if it was solely a male POV, it would have been better. But it was like a female POV, and then the guy was reading it, and then was like making the noises, like that it was writing out the sounds and like the moans and like. No, no, no! I don't want ASMR. I don't want ASMR. That is the ASMR from hell. I it hurt me. I am traumatized a little bit. Um, so I'm sorry if you liked that book. I did not like that book. I'm not sorry. I just didn't like that book. No, you, don't, um, you don't have to be sorry. You don't like things you don't like. But there is definitely a, something out there for everyone. That is for sure. <laughs> Dragon shifters and ice planet barbarians um, who had horns. So dragons basically is what you're telling me. <laughs> ice planet barbarians was about dragons. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, who's your favorite dragon? Who's your favorite dragon? So smog. <laughs> all right, all right. Who's your second favorite dragon? Okay, my <laughs> my second favorite dragon. Mm, probably. <sighs> this is hard because I loved the um Aragon dragon. Her name was yes. Oh crap! What was her name? Clearly, you really loved her. I really, really loved her because I remember her name. Um, but that <laughs> one was great because her and Aragon made that bond where they were very protective of each other. They could speak to each other sentiently, and like yeah, they kind of grew up together essentially in that book, and it was a very close bond, and they were really great. Yeah. Um, I also loved. <laughs> Let's see. That one was a good one, but I think my second favorite next to Smog would probably have to be. Mm. <laughs> You're like, there are no dragons with Smog. No drop. He is. Mine's, mine's Daenerys' dragon, Drogon. Like, that's my favorite dragon, I think. It's top of mind. I'm just not going to say Smog for the point of variety, I guess. <laughs> um, but I would have to say Drogon for mine. Okay. Yes, but also Abraxas. Oh, yeah. <gasps> he was so funny. And remember he would like pretend to fall off the yeah. um, the drop yeah. and pretend to fall down and die because he thought it was funny. And then Abraxas. I loved Abraxas. He was like yeah. a goofy little dog. Yeah, the- you're right. You're right. He kind of reminds me of JV. He <laughs> <laughs> <have> similar personalities. <laughs> he pushes his toys off the balcony to like see if I'll go get them. So that's good. <laughs> Jumping off the dive. <laughs> yes, that's literally a practice is JV. JV is a wyvern. Yep, he is for sure. He has big wyvern energy. If anyone wants to draw JV as a wyvern, that would be great. 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, very exciting for next week for you guys to tune in. Uh, You probably already saw on Instagram, but we're starting a new thing with writing prompts. So once a week, we're going to be dropping some sort of like, I don't know, uh, I've done a photo of a creepy clock before. I did a photo of a vulture. We're going to be dropping super short writing prompts um, on Instagram. So you can catch that on our podcast Instagram or mine or Alyssa's. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll post on all three. So get your answer in wherever. And we'll be reading some of our favorite responses to the prompts on upcoming episodes. So uh, the one that we posted, which you guys will be able to read and listen to, not read about. In our next episode, we posted a photo of uh, a glass heart and said, if you find the heart is cursed, you found this heart what's the curse? What is the curse? So the curse of the glass heart. Um, you can also find it on Instagram. We'll post it in our feed. So you guys came up with some really crazy, cool curses. Uh, through quarantine, we've all just been reading fantasy novels. Yeah. So I can't wait to read some of these next week. So keep an eye out for that. We're going to be doing that weekly as well. Dropping some of our favorite answers. You guys have these prompts because it's so much fun. You guys are insanely creative. Uh, We really, I really have. I've been reading through some of them already today and have had some really great answers. Um, But things that we would like to know from you guys. One, are you enjoying us? (laughs) Do we make you laugh? (laughs) If so, please tell us we're funny. We need affirmation. <laughs> Please and thank you. I'm not even laughing because I'm like, she's not wrong. <laughs> I'm just kind of sitting here like, wait, do you like us? Yes or no? Um, you can write us a note if you write want. Write us a note. Will you go to homecoming with me? Circle yes. Check yes or no. Please and thank you. Uh, <laughs> write and review. Number two, if there are any other dragon origin stories that you know, please tell us because we'd love to hear them all. If you want to just discuss dragons, we don't care if it's the Shrek, the dragon in Shrek. We don't care if it's novels, smog. We want to talk about it all the time. So message us with that. And third, again, tell us what you want to hear about. We've gotten really great responses and made a list of the things you guys have already said and let us know that you want to hear about, but tell us more, tell us everything. Um, we are your older sisters now. So just yeah. all of your thoughts, comments, concerns, and life in general, send it our way. Our DMs are open. Always open. Always open. You can't close an inbox, but um, <laughs> they're always open. But we wouldn't want to anyway, even if no, we I could. never would. I never would. Lord knows I spend all day just responding to messages because I'm like, oh, <laughs> hi, guys. Like, hi, I miss you. Um, but on that note, we will see you guys next week. You know, we are signing off. Remember, dragons are always a good idea. Always. Always. <laughs> <laughs>